0: Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things Podcast. Look back at the top five things that happened on our morning show. Yeah, Dave and Darren in the morning can be heard on the radio. Can you believe it? It's still true. We're still on the air. Planet939.com if you want to stream it or or go ahead and put the app on your phone. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Again, this will be the top five things that happened on the show. My name is Dave and this fellow over here. Well, you know him. You love him. He's Darren.
1: And this particular podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. They've got two locations, one in Milan, that's on Tech Drive, and then one in Galesburg, that's on West Main Street. Milan's open every day. Galesburg is open weekdays and Saturdays. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only, and Nature's Treatment offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flower vapes and edibles sign up for the newsletter and connect with nature's treatment on twitter and instagram
0: let's get right into it with number one,
2: number one. 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 Number
0: one. how's this for a, a family vacation getting ready to go out on a big road trip hey pack the kids in the car get the wife get the kids put everybody in the in the nash rambler and head out cross country and by cross country yeah i mean from arizona to california this was a, uh, a trip that was going to happen apparently in June, right? Uh, Teresa Michaels, all ready to go with her husband and three kids on a family road trip. And just before they leave for the family vacation, six detectives show up at the front door. And they tell this woman, Hey, Ma! We have information that your husband is plotting to kill you.
1: What?
0: And he's been planning it for a long time. And the idea is he's going to kill you on this family trip that you're about to take. Well, then... As you're loading the minivan. (laughs) Talk about cutting it close. She says, they informed me that my husband was plotting to kill me. He was planning it for a long time. And I was completely, completely floored.
1: Hey, hon, can you come out here?
0: Dallas Michaels, 42 years old, uh, according to cops, had gotten engaged to his mistress after a long-term affair and wanted to murder his wife so that he could get the life insurance money. He had allegedly tried to purchase fentanyl, which police say he planned to use to poison his wife Teresa's drink and then make it look like an accidental drug overdose. You know, people are ODing on fentanyl all the time. Don't you think there would be some questions, though, if somebody who is not maybe even an opioid
1: abuser dies of a fentanyl overdose? I don't typically come up with schemes. Yeah. But if I came up with a scheme mm-hmm. and it gets sniffed out by the FBI. Six
0: detectives while you're, lo- while you're loading up the minivan. Hey, uh, we got a quick tip for you. The cops say they were tipped off by the woman whom Dallas Michaels had allegedly asked to purchase the drugs for him. Teresa now, the the murder victim to be, writing on a GoFundMe campaign because she would like some help uh, relocating. And I guess that's understandable. Maybe it's time to move away from the house where you lived with your crazy husband. No, I
1: get that. I just don't understand why that would take place on my dime.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to pay any money either. (laughs) Like, I feel bad. I mean, I get it. I feel bad for this lady. I get it. But also, things are tough all over. (laughs) Get in line. Sorry your husband tried to murder you. She says here, though, on this GoFundMe campaign, quote, he planned on murdering me on a family trip to California with our kids. And the detectives made the arrest the morning of our trip. They caught him just in time. She also says, oh, this is my favorite part, when she says here, my mother-in-law, who lives with with me, was in on the plot to murder me, according to her text message exchanges with her son.
1: Too many people knew. I mean, was there anybody that didn't know? (laughs) Did the kids know? Hey, Ma!
0: (laughs) When we get in the car, Ma, let's get
1: this done. Do you notice we're only going to California from Arizona? As opposed to going the other direction, Dad wants to <laughs> knock this out tonight. Yeah, we're not going to. Not, you're not we're going, not going to DC. No, you're not. We're not going to Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> no, we're just going. You know, we're just a, California. We can see California from here.
0: I, I I know you don't know the answer to this, but does fentanyl have any taste? Like, wouldn't you taste that in your drink? I don't have no idea. I mean, if it's, I think it's a powerful drug. I think. There be some sort of t- you'd be like, well, this this tastes off. Keep drinking sure, that. I, keep I, drinking that diet, Doctor Pepper, honey. I guess at that point, it's power through the bad taste. Too late. I don't know. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, according to a police statement on the allegations, Dallas Michaels is facing charges of conspiracy to commit murder. Even the
1: neighbors and some- uh, new. <laughs> hey, did you- hey Dallas? Did you rub out Teresa yet? How is this? Everybody, as soon as. As soon as we made the California line. Yeah. People in California knew.
0: Well, that happens sometimes when there's some infidelity in a relationship and you, you find out that you're the last I, one to know. Yes, guess we... Did everybody know about this? She is speaking out after her husband was arrested for plotting to murder her. Wanted to poison his wife with fentanyl for life insurance money. Had an affair with a woman for months. Let me ask you this too, all right? Let's say, just role play with me here. Let's say you're my mistress. Uh-huh. And I say to Christmas?
1: <laughs> yes. Make me make me your mistress for Christmas. Naturally.
0: Naturally. Hey baby. tis the season. Hey, baby. Uh, I wanna put a ring on your finger and get get married. Uh, first thing I gotta do though is kill my first wife.
1: That's fine, but I'm a bit of a talker. But doesn't
0: that like I don't know how that portends for my future as your mistress, if right. I'm going to be your wife, if the goal is, oh, you're going to get married to me and leave your wife, it's one thing to leave her. You better not be a fickle pickle. Why do I got to fill out a life insurance for before we get married, sweetie? They informed me my husband was going to kill me. Yeah, they kind of cut it close. This guy was having a months-long affair. The mistress, oh, okay, this makes sense. Teresa says that the mistress with whom she was in contact did not know that Dallas was married. So, he, What do you mean she was in contact well, with Well, she's in contact. They must, they must be friends now. Nothing will bond two dames together like a, a, a mutual uh, fella that they both don't care for. So the mistress knew nothing about any of this. But you know who so you know she who kn- says? Well, you know who knew? Ma. Yeah. Ma knew all about it. Ma calls the shots. Dallas has been previously arrested for impersonating an officer and extortion. Looking back now, Teresa admits there were red flags. <laughs> he quote, "He explained to me it was that he was desperate and he was trying to get us out of this financial hole that he put us in." Wow! Apparently, they own. So he, a, he
1: cops to that. He the, cops to the fact that. I'm the one who put us in the financial hole, and there's only one way out.
0: <laughs> Teresa says that the dojo she and her husband owned closed down because of missed payments. Are
1: you sure it's a good idea to open a dojo?
0: Sweetie, it's going to be the best. This dojo's a moneymaker. She's also short on her mortgage payments, being foreclosed on, and is filed for bankruptcy. Uh, she says, quote, he misinformed me about everything. He's a con man. Dallas facing all of these charges. Uh, Teresa, by the way, makes her living as a financial advisor. <laughs> uh-huh. I, uh, I don't know. Listen, I wish her the best, but I don't know that I want her looking over my books. Uh, she says we would really appreciate your help on a, on the GoFundMe page. If you want to help her and her kids, False. oh man! Now I shouldn't have clicked on the picture for the GoFundMe because it's that's her and her kids and they look adorable. And uh-huh. now I feel like I should give a little bit of something, but I'm not going to because that moment things are tough all over. Passed recently, my husband of eight years purchased a large dose of fentanyl with the intent to murder me. There was a sting operation involved where they have him on recording confirming his plans. In addition to proposing to another woman while he married to me, his other motive was to collect my $500,000 life insurance. We have three children together. He planned on murdering me on a family trip to California with our kids, and the detectives made the arrest the morning of the trip. They caught him just in time. Prior to this arrest earlier this year, he was arrested for attempting to extort a local bar owner for $40,000. He has not been sentenced on either of the arrests at this time. Wow. That's a busy guy. My mother-in-law who lives with me was in on the plot to murder me according to her text message exchanges with her son. Why
1: did she need to text him? They live in the same house. Did you kill your wife yet? Is she dead yet? Love, Mom.
0: The reputation of the martial arts studio where he taught is completely tarnished. My name is on the lease for the dojo, and I'm forced to pay $50,000 to break the lease. Otherwise, I face bankruptcy. Sweetie, I would take the bankruptcy in this case. We
1: own a dojo and know nothing about (laughs) martial arts. We thought it was a good
0: idea. Uh We thought it would take Uh, care of itself. I am in the process of obtaining a divorce by default, she writes here. However, in the meantime, I'm struggling to make ends meet with my income alone. I've held a steady job for the past 15 years, but I'm behind on mortgage payments and I have to move. I want to get as far away from here as possible with the police in my home several times for the arrest and to serve the order of protection against my mother-in-law who refused to leave and the SWAT team in my home. My kids and I need <laughs> the a fresh... SWAT,
1: The SWAT team refuses to leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nice place. The SWAT team moved into my house with my mother-in-law. Yeah, we're not going anywhere either, see? Uh,
0: she says, I was in the military for 12 years and have two bachelors and two master's degrees. Yeah. I have a recent criminal background check completed and approved so I can work in the public health field. I've got a clean record and was an excellent wife, and I'm a wonderful mother. I don't. I know I didn't deserve this. It's been one heck of a 2020 for me, and I could use your help getting back on my
1: feet. Well, you're asking for help on the wrong ear. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a terrible story. It's just awful. My heart goes out to her. Ma's
1: not leaving. I'm sure. I don't care if I wasn't on this. Those text (laughs) messages. I don't care if this isn't my house. I am staying. (laughs)
0: Why should I have to leave?
1: And my friends from SWAT (laughs) agree with me. That's the new ringtone on her phone. The theme from SWAT? (laughs) When one of the SWAT guys call. (laughs) They want to know, hey, can we bring you anything for dinner? Hold on a second. I got to take this. It's SWAT. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Pizza sounds good. Make sure you get enough for everybody. You guys like to eat. Can you get a a slice with fentanyl on it for my
0: daughter-in-law yeah because we haven't finished the job here we, uh, <laughs> while my while my boys away I, I promised him I'd take care of something Number two. Two, two, Karen two. I've got a real treat for you okay because I know how much you enjoy it when people pass out on live television <laughs> and this one stars talk show host Wendy Williams oh yeah doesn't Anna- she do this a lot <laughs> Is
1: this her thing? I think it is. Does she
0: pass out a lot on television?
1: Yeah, really. I think she does. This is news to me. No, I don't think this is a. If this is a new event, it's not anything new. She she's done this in the I past. Think, I, yeah, I think this is kind of how she signs off on every Friday <laughs> is by is by passing out. <laughs> It's been a long week, everybody. Have a great weekend. <laughs> this is a little something for Halloween,
3: oh, yeah, apparently. no. This is an have old you, one. You've seen this before? Yeah. Of
0: course you have. No, the- I'm seeing all these articles this morning saying, hey, is Wendy Williams okay? No. People are concerned for Wendy Williams. This is old. This happened before. Yeah. Okay, well.
1: I mean, I recognize the outfit.
0: She's dressed as the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And she's, she's having some problems. Navigating, she says that she gets overheated in the costume, right? Which it doesn't look like a costume that would necessarily lend itself to no, overheating, it just
1: looks like a dress with a, a, some sort of uh, it's head. just a
0: green dress with a, with a Statue of Liberty crown on, right? Yeah, that's, that's all it is. Yeah. You've seen this,
3: yeah. yeah. Com- uh, costume contest, we do it every year, it's always a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress.
1: He goes down hard. That was the worst passing out I've ever seen.
0: You think that's fake? Didn't look real. No, that's real. She's terrified as to what's going on. And then she comes on to say everything's
3: fine. Yeah, little- that was not a stunt. I'm overheated in my costume and I did pass out. But you know what? I'm a champ and I'm back.
1: Oh, wow. No, no, no. That was the f- fakest fainting i've ever seen
0: why is everybody freaking out about wendy williams
1: no one no one passes out like that
0: <laughs> you don't think that's no
1: you don't think that's uh not,
0: not real that's a concern no she uh, what uh, year is that from uh, At least it's a, from a couple years ago yeah she uh, addressed recent speculation yesterday on her show after viewers raised an eyebrow at her behavior on the Friday episode. Apparently, she was acting so weird on Friday that she had to come out on Monday and explain herself. Huh. Quote, You know how I come here every day, and I try to do the best that I can for you? Do ya? I appreciate you watching. But even after all of these years, it's still work, an effort to put in for the hour that I'm out here with you, you know? I guess every day is not Perfect. But I'm not a perfectionist. I'm not perfect. On Friday, apparently the show got weird as she was speaking very slowly during the show and was taking long pauses. She kept pronouncing the name uh, Adele because, you know, Adele was hosting Saturday Night Live. Uh She kept calling her Hodel.
1: (laughs) Hodel? (laughs) Miss Misprodu- <laughs> That's not a word. No. No, it's
0: no it's not.
1: It's not a compliment, <laughs> it's not a slur. It's not a put down cuz it's not a word.
0: Hotel is hosting SNL. <laughs> Wendy Williams people were freaked out Her socially distant audience was apparently very concerned for her on Friday. Wendy That sounds like a lot of people are there, but there's not really a lot of people. I hope not. There's like (laughs) a person every other like ten seats. But listening to this, it sounds like the crowd is packed. There might be twelve people in the studio audience
3: i'm chewing my mints i'm moisturizing my hands i'm ready for you thank you for watching our show
0: okay so the show starts with this rousing ovation
1: this is all fake there's i hope it is
0: they're making it sound like she can't start the show because the crowd's just going nuts and she's Uh like i'm chewing my mints I'm moisturizing my hands. Say hello
3: to my co host, my Stanford studio audience. And of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) This is hard to watch.
3: Hey, let's get started is so that a catch race?
0: does she start every show by saying how, how you doing,
1: doing?
3: <laughs> that's
0: i like that that's not bad they need to stop with everybody screaming when there's no one in the room it's weird to watch people are wearing face masks that say how you doing so that must be her catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> how you doing is her catchphrase she's just looking around like trying to figure out what to do
3: it is what it- <laughs> this is Excuse a me, show I love that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a jump suit with pockets um- that and snaps. Air Max. Oh. Flick me. Go, Mark. Uh, go, um, Rambo, go. Go. I got it on Wolford tights. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, gosh. This is, this is fascinating.
1: This show stinks.
3: I,
0: I know, but I can't keep my eyes. I can't stop watching this
3: it. Makes a girl like me say, Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> anyway, he's expanding his empire. He has... Um, uh, put down $1 million on 87 acres of land in Georgia.
0: Hooray! Oh my God, this guy is clapping like, should I be clapping at this? <laughs> look at the face this cat makes. This guy makes a face like, should I be clapping at this? He's like, I don't know. I don't know if this is something I should be clapping at. Oh my God. Look at this, guys. I know this doesn't do you guys any good, but Darren, look at this guy. should i should i this just sounds like a land grab to me is this really even on television what is going on here
1: what do you have you want to battle again
0: (laughs) just go oh wow i i i confess i've never watched this show i might have to start watching this show Fans uh, speculating that maybe uh, maybe she's uh, dealing with some issues off camera. I don't know. We'll see. But DJ Boof, who is her DJ, or used to be the DJ for the show, uh, speaking out about the Wendy Williams drama in a reply to a comment on Instagram saying, quote, Y'all have no idea what's really going on, and everyone there is afraid to speak up. Because they don't want to lose their jobs. This is going to play out bad. I feel sorry for the workers and the victims. DJ Boof has been replaced with DJ Sus one. Because apparently DJ Boof uh,
1: Since when did daytime talk shows turn into such houses of horror? This is, I
0: mean I mean this is fantastic. I I think I love this show. Here, here she is talking about how uh, Hodel, she she calls her Hodel hosting Saturday Night Live? And just, she's
3: hosting SNL tomorrow
0: Wait, who is hosting SNL? Oh, <laughs> yeah. and
3: she's, yes. And she's helping herself to a mix. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's our girl, Adele. She's hosting SNL tomorrow night. To
1: called her Adele.
0: Yeah,
3: that was Adele. I didn't see it here. How do you feel about that? Now she's reading over her scripts and doing her thing. And she posted that picture. And a lot of the people said, well, why are you not performing? Why are you just hosting? The fans were really mad about her for not performing.
0: Oh my God, this is wonderful. Listen to me,
3: you fans. Uh huh. It's Adele. Yeah. She is iconic, as she perches. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't feel that she needs to be pressured by you for when she announces new music.
0: Oh, this is wonderful. like she
3: lost hundred pounds. She's been through a lot. Married, divorced. In love not bleeding her heart to your soul with her how many music. of those
1: caramels is she gonna eat
3: <laughs> I I'm going to start watching this show every day
0: I had no idea this was such a beautiful train wreck yeah. she's just sitting on a couch rambling eating mints and caramels
2: well, oh
1: yeah. this is fantastic well, let me know how that goes almost <laughs> makes me yearn for the view <laughs>
2: three 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 there's
0: this story of uh, a couple of uh, billionaires who are suing each other tech entrepreneur mark tofik says a neighbor tormented him by playing the theme song from killigan's island on a non-stop loop just continuously
1: just sit right back and you'll hear a tale a tale of a fateful trip. That started from this topic board this time. See, this is a delightful theme
0: song, one of the all time great ones, but I don't know that I could hear it on
1: a loop. No. No, you couldn't. And certainly not if you had it at a high volume.
0: The LA Times reports the dispute began when billionaire financier Bill Gross, who is Tofik's Laguna Beach neighbor, installed netting to protect a $1 million, 22 foot lawn sculpture by renowned glassblower Dale Chaluli. In a lawsuit, Tovic says that after he complained that the netting spoiled his view, and a city inspector found that Gross didn't have the necessary permits to put up the netting, his neighbor retaliated by playing music at all hours, including the theme song to Gilligan's Island, a constant now, loop.
1: if you're a billionaire, yeah. why are you dealing with any neighbors at all?
0: That's a great question. While well, you're on the beach, man. I mean, Laguna Beach, it's all billionaires, right? But still. Mm. Tofik obtained a temporary restraining order on October 15th. It says that when he complained about the noise, Gross sent him a message that says, quote, peace on all fronts.
1: What good is it to be a billionaire if you have to deal with
0: neighbors? Or, or, we'll, just have, or we'll just have nightly concerts, big boy. Tofik calls Gross a 76-year-old billionaire used to getting his way no matter what. Uh-huh. As proven by their behavior here, Gross and his decades younger girlfriend, defendant Amy Schwartz, are bullies. Way to get a shot into the fact that this guy's got a young girlfriend. In his own lawsuit, Gross accuses Tofik of being a peeping Tom saying he, quote, appears to have a particular fascination not only with Mr. Gross, but also with Ms. Schwartz, particularly when the pair are swimming and thus wearing minimal, if any, clothing. (laughs) Brother. Gross says that the netting only went up after someone threw a rock at his sculpture, causing $50,000 in damage.
1: That's what he estimates. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go ahead and estimate it. At, uh... I'm going to
1: say my sculpture, the uh, injury to my sculpture was $50,000 in well, damage. It's, it's
0: a it's a million-dollar lawn sculpture by a glass blower. so if you throw a rock at it, I imagine it does do about 50 grand worth of damage. Do you get Dale Choluli, the world-renowned glassblower, out to repair it? How do you even do that? I don't know.
1: You've got a million-dollar ice sculpture, or what did you say? Glass. glass. sculpture in your front yard, Mm -hmm. and yet you've got a neighbor right on top of you? Well, I think that's how Laguna Beach is, though, man.
0: then you need a different beach. Installed netting to protect the $1 million 22-foot lawn sculpture. Oh, boy. So that's the sculpture. I wouldn't pay a million dollars for that. No! That's... (laughs) That's gaudy. I'd throw a rocket at that too, frankly. Hey, you, got, a, you got ripped off, pal. It, this it looks like bowling. It looks like gravel and some bowling balls and some PVC rods sticking up. I don't understand why you paid a million dollars for that, buddy. Wow, yeah, that's
1: just a bunch of stuff you bought at Pier One.
0: <laughs> that's what it looks like—a Pier One collection. That's great. Yeah, this guy is a uh, a Bond King and his, his next-door neighbor uh, not happy. So someone threw rocks at the glass sculpture, although it is worth pointing out that it's sitting in a pile of rocks.
1: So well, it... that makes it easy, though.
0: <laughs> so then this guy puts up this netting... And it does kind of block the view.
1: He is right on top of him. Yeah. Man, no way. No way. I think
0: that's how that works out there in Laguna Beach, that you're on top of each other, even though you're all billionaires and zillionaires. No, thanks. Yeah. Peace on all fronts, or we'll just have nightly concerts, big boy. (laughs) I'm offering
1: peace on all fronts,
0: or... Or... Welcome to the show. The, uh, the, the girlfriend of this uh, gross, who's, a, I guess, a former pro tennis player. Oh, yeah? She issued a statement saying that the dispute is very upsetting to her because the sculpture with assorted blue pieces was bought for her by gross because her mother was ill. Quote, since I have no children of my own, that sculpture, it's like my babies. My mother has Alzheimer's and I pray to them. And she enjoys looking at the sculpture because blue's her favorite color and it makes it smile. So these these glass bowling balls are her babies that she prays to so her mom gets better. Uh-huh,
1: I got an idea. Get a job.
2: It was a mighty
1: sailing man, skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. Just a
0: constant loop of it. Wow. Well, the... Uh, this guy just retired, I guess the old man. Retired last year and he's worth an estimated 1.5 billion dollars. And he's got nothing to do, I guess but put up glass sculptures and harass the neighbors. Oh, that's fantastic. The 10,000 square foot home dubbed Rockledge by the Sea features a 3,000 My square beloved Rockledge. <laughs> There's other museum-quality art inside and outside the mansion. Yeah, keep your art inside, is what I say. I'm I'm on the side of the guy that's not the billionaire playing the side. Well, the side. other
1: guy's the billionaire too. I'm sure.
0: Well, yeah, you're you're you're, you're probably right. They're probably all doing okay. A couple of billionaires taking shots at each other.
2: Four. 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 I
0: uh, I gotta tell you, growing up in suburban Chicago, my first hero on television was Fonzie. I thought Fonzie was the coolest... The news Fonzie? Not news Fonzie. Actual Fonzie played by Henry Winkler. This is back in the late 70s, that was, early That 80s. was in Milwaukee. No, but that show was on available everywhere, Darren. Happy Days was actually a national show. That wasn't just down in Milwaukee. Oh. My point is, I thought for the longest time that Fonzie was the coolest guy on television. And then one Saturday... On uh, channel thirty-two back in those days, uh-huh. I ran across uh, the what was then called the son of Sven Gulli. Our next guest is really uh, just—it's—he's it's, a legend, uh, and this time of year and all times of years, and it's great to welcome him to the Dave and Darren Show. Rich Coe is joining us here on the Dave and Darren Show. Good morning, sir.
2: Hi guys, nice to talk to you, and it's nice to hear that you're a fan from way back then. Oh my God, I
0: grew up. You know what? I grew up watching uh, to the point where I would arrange my Saturdays to make sure I was in front of the tube uh, when when you started back in the day, and I didn't want to miss Mister Robber's neighborhood or any of the uh, <laughs> any of the old bits from from back in the day. And the fact that you're available now here in the Quad Cities and all across the the, the world, really on MeTV, is just fantastic. And, and in a way. I still find myself arranging my Saturdays to make sure I can watch the show, even though you can, you can DVR it, I suppose. Uh, you have a very uh, special... I know MeTV's got a, a big lineup uh, to celebrate uh, Halloween, and you in particular will be showing uh, one of your... Uh, is, it, is it one of your favorites uh, for, for Halloween?
2: Definitely so. It, it's actually, if you uh, are a fan of these movies... It's the first one of the Universal movies that put together two of the main monsters. It's Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. And uh, it was actually the first one of what we call the monster mashes, where you'd have more. Because later on, there was like House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, where all these monsters would be. And even Abner and Castello meet Frankenstein. But this was the very first one, and it's unusual because playing the Frankenstein monster is Bela Lugosi. And uh, as always, it's uh, our old pal Lon Chaney Jr. as Larry Talbot. And the idea
0: is, I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen the movie, but they find Frankenstein in the ice like Captain America, and they chip him out of the <laughs> ice, and that somehow turns him into the Wolfman.
2: Well, it, it, no, it, it, <laughs> they get Frankenstein out of the ice, but then naturally it's the full moon that makes Larry oh, Talbot become the Wolfman. Oh, and I then, see. you know... So he's it's a grudge match after that,
0: and then, and then they just battle each other. So they don't team up?
2: No, they're, oh no, no, they're, they're bitter enemies.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a Frankenstein and a Wolfman together as friends. That that's not how it well, works.
1: Well, this is like that episode of uh, Happy Days when uh, Mork shows up. We're going to spend more time talking
0: to Rich about Happy Days than we are Sven if we're not careful.
1: I have a friend who is such, hey. I have a friend that is such a big Sven Gulli fan that if you were to ask him who would you rather meet or who would you who would you rather talk to Paul McCartney or Sven Gulli, I'm not so sure he wouldn't say Sven Gulli, that big a fan.
0: I think that's the well, right. That's answer. that's pretty nice. That's the right answer. It is the right answer. What is it about these movies? And I I think the, I think the secret to your success and why you've been doing this for as long as you've been doing this is you have a lot of fun with the movies, but it's clear that and 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 sometimes they're 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 so bad they're good, and sometimes they're good and they just need a little bit of extra oomph that you give them. You really love these movies, right isn't that part of the secret to your success
2: Well definitely so i have have a lot of love for them and a lot of respect for them for the good ones and I enjoy the ones that are as they put it so bad they're good right It's always fun to see those, and of course those are a lot easier to to make fun of, and we can poke more fun at those because, you know, they're obvious targets. But, yeah, I've, I've been a fan of horror movies since I was a kid, and it, it's just it's fascinating stuff. It's almost its own mythology kind of. You know, you talk about the Marvel Universe. Universal kind of had its own universe with all the monsters starting, you know, from the 1930s.
0: And they tried to do with the success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they tried to do a, a reboot of the Universal Monsters in modern times, and it just didn't work for whatever reason.
2: Yeah, and they keep trying it, but I I think part of it is, you know, it was a whole different time when those first monsters appeared, and there's a different feel to those movies, quite honestly. Uh, People always say, I know there are people when they watch my shows and they see those and they go, oh, it's black and white, like that's something bad. But those (laughs) black and white films created such a great atmosphere that uh, it really helped carry through and and you know make the feel of those movies really affect the viewers a lot.
1: I don't mean to put you on the spot, but if you could help me out on uh, the title of a specific movie, I I hope I explained this properly. And I think it was Bella Lugosi, but it's basically a situation. I think it all takes place pretty much in a castle. But what happens is at the very end of the movie, we find out that everybody that was. Everybody that was like one of the ghouls or spooks or whatever were actually just actors and then they pack up and leave at the end of the movie.
2: I, I think that might be Mark of the Vampire. Mark of the Vampire,
1: yes! Okay, I've got it. I told okay. you he'd know. All right, well, I've just i I've been searching. That Mark of the Vampire, I got
0: Seven it. 7 o'clock on MeTV, Halloween night. It doesn't get any better than Sven Gulli and Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. And I know they've got a bunch of halloween theme programming on MeTV all weekend long, including, Darren, a very special episode of Happy Days, the one where uh, Al Vecchio's right arm gets cursed. They're showing that for uh yep
1: yep yep <laughs> yep,
2: yep, 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 yep. Sven. Yeah, it's, it's Friday especially. It's called Scream with Me, and all day long there'll be different episodes of things. One of the great ones is uh, Andy Griffith that night. It's uh, called The Haunted House, and it actually was the basis for uh, the Ghost and Mister Chicken. The uh, Don. Knotts sure. Movie.
1: Right.
0: Well, uh, it's going to be great spending Halloween with you on uh, MeTV. Rich Coase, Sven Gouli, I can't tell you what a thrill it's been to have you on the show. And again, the fact that you're on everywhere, it's, it's about time. The fact that you're, you're a national treasure, not just a, a Chicago and a Midwest treasure, it's well deserved. Thank you so much for, for all you've done and all the, all the laughs and all the entertainment and all the movies.
2: I, you're just the best, man. Well, see, reactions like that is, I think, why I'm still doing this show. Uh, and bat him the paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and don't forget the check.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you so much, guys. That's,
0: thank you. Rich Coe, Sven Gulli, joining us here That's on the Dave is. and Darren Show. So I told you you would know. Of course of course Sven Gulli knows. You know who
1: answered that question for me? Hmm?
0: Sven Gulli. I had a question, and Sven Gulli answered it. How cool was that? How great is Sven Five. Five, 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 number five. The movie Cool Runnings. Do
1: you remember that? The yes. uh, Jamaican
0: bobsled movie?
1: Remember of it, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, somebody stole the bobsled. This happened up in Calgary, where police confirming that at least a portion of the sled from the movie Cool Runnings has been stolen. According to a Calgary police spokesperson, the theft was reported yesterday at about four in the afternoon. The, the bobsled from Cool Running, Someone just I wonder took if they, it. I
1: wonder if they knew it was the bobsled from Cool Runnings. Oh, I mean, how could or you if not? They just, or if they just lucked out into that. How could you not know that?
0: It's, I guess, uh, at, at this place called Ranchman's. And looking at it, I mean, they had it displayed pretty prominently at this joint where it was like hanging outside.
1: Oh, okay. Then you would know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Turns out they had no cameras outside the place. And there are no suspects. They say the theft could have occurred anywhere between October 21st and October 25th. Because the sled was hanging from the top of the building, police say that these sled thieves... Either brought a ladder or they somehow had access to the building.
1: I met somebody whose hobby was stealing, (laughs) was taking the neon signs in bars.
0: That's an incredibly specific hobby to have. High
1: risk hobby.
0: Stealing neon signs out of bars? Yes. How does one even go about that? I know it. I know it. You pretend that
1: you're like a maintenance person there to work on it, or are you just... I don't know if there's a matter of misdirection or something, but it's like, okay, we're going to drink here in this bar, mm-hmm. and we're going to drink to the point that we're brave enough now to take the neon sign out of that window. Wow. That's... And then he would display them prominently in his office. What? <laughs> yes. Not even like in a mansion, take him to work? Yes, naughty, no, yes. That's nuts.
0: Yeah, that's very brazen. These are neon, you like the neon signs? Do you like this neon sign? Everyone is stolen. I commit crimes when I've had too much to drink. <laughs> right. You know, when you
1: unplug those things, if it's, if it's old neon, they get pretty warm. Well, I don't doubt it don't doubt it i'm not i'm not saying he doesn't have burns all over his <laughs> hands too
0: can't feel anything on my left that's hand that's why
1: i have to get really good and drunk before i oh, do this
0: wow that's nuts this is something that probably doesn't happen anymore this is probably an old hobby because uh, now there's cameras everywhere i don't
1: know
0: you think this'll and and he described that as his hobby did he yes some men enjoy fishing some men like golfing me it's I, drinking, and I will walking drink away to the point
1: where signs. I have yes, till so I have the bravery to to uh, take the neon sign out of your window. Wow, that's something else. And then I'll display them for everyone to see. It is office. Yes, <laughs> there was more than a couple of them in there.
0: Well, I wonder if someone's going to have the cool running sled in their office.
1: Yeah, right. You like this sled? It's from the movie uh, Cool Runnings, the 1993 I'm film. I'm just that- wondering if this character that, I, that I've that i met uh, has moved on from neon signs to sleds. Yeah, I could see that after a while, neons just aren't doing it for you. Well, you see that sled up there, he goes, and after too many drinks, right? that sled must be ours. I've got to have it. I don't know if I have room for it in my office, but that's where it's going.
0: There is a reward offered for the return of the bobsled from Cool Runnings. And the police say that they absolutely knew what they were coming for, whoever took this thing. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll keep you posted if if somebody returns this thing. Because I was going to say, what can you do with it? You can't display
1: it. Well, yeah, you can if you're willing. (laughs) You can. You like that bobsled? You know where I got that? I stole it. It's from the movie uh,
0: Cool Runnings. That's not a replica. That's the actual. No, that's sled. the actual one. That's right. I'm a sled
1: thief. We'd been drinking.
0: <laughs> I, I, after a couple of beers, I threw out there. I said, "Let's go get that Cool Running uh-huh. sled." And everyone and was like, did. "Yes, we're doing this. We're gonna." So now we we share custody of it. I get it on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I turned
1: it into a couch in my office. <laughs>
0: You like the... <laughs> Peterson, come to my office. Sit down in the sled. I want to talk to you about our fourth quarter projections. <laughs> right. Here in the sled, sir? That's right. In the sled.
2: Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it would be like
0: this. And just like that, Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast is done. But there's more on the way, so thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for leaving a review on iTunes when you get a chance. And
1: there's more. If uh, this is not enough, you can always... Become a patron and have access to everything we've ever done. You can uh, do that at NachoRadio.com, and you'll also have access to our patron-only podcast. This podcast was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois in Milan and Galesburg. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only, and the recreational waiting lists are available. Reserve your time at the website. That would be ntillinois.com.
0: Till we get a chance to do it again, hang loose, kooks. You
1: stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities reference spot. Dabbing, boys, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. So long, screwy. See you in St. Louis. Oh, we're the boys of the chorus. We hope you like our
2: show. We know you're rooting for us. But now we have to go.